Yo, what's up, everyone? This is Master Twist. That's the villain. This is our podcast. Welcome to it. All right, let's get it. Um, so this week we're gonna talk. Normally we would talk about. I thought we would talk about love, but I forgot to tomorrow Valentine's Day. So you know, people gonna be busy. You know, doing things, tying, beating. You know, all of that great stuff. So, um, but we're gonna talk a little something serious tonight. Maybe I don't see. We're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna talk about the racism that we've seen or we've experienced in the lifestyle of being black men in the in the lifestyle. Twist, I'm gonna let you go first. Have you have you ever experienced anything or like subtle? I don't think it may not be like outright. You know, you know how I am. I don't pay attention to a lot of the subtle things that probably could have been taken of taken um course. Um the bunny is more aware and the kitten is more aware of things than I am. So I would say the main thing I've seen or came across with is music. Like, I was the dungeon monitor. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was a dungeon, the DM, the dungeon monitor, monitor at an event. And I wanted to play some, you know, some music that had a little color to it. Um, mm. And some of the words, um, some of the people didn't like, uh, and for the word being, I'm not even gonna say our word, uh, it would be a um, saying the N word, like, you know, in unedited music, you, when rap and everything Mm -hmm. else, you say the N word very, you know, very often. So he's like, oh, I felt uncomfortable hearing that. Or I was like, I'm not offended by it. Uh, so I was wondering why would someone else that's not my hue be offended by it? Because I know it's not coming towards me in a negative way. It just it's in music, and it's I just happen to like this type of music. And I asked the people in the dungeon, like, does this music offend you? Does it mess with your scene or anything? They're like, nah, we're good. So I kept playing it. That's like the only time I really saw it in my face. And I would say dealing with um, some group leaders not being not being able or willing to see things the way I see them or we see them. And I would say that's about it. Like taking our advice without them using the the trigger words of aggressive or anything like that. Um, What about about you? Is it different for you since you uh, normally date or you normally uh, seen with white women? Is it a little bit different is it like why are you with this white woman in the scene type deal? Uh, I haven't run across that. Um, generally, for me, people tend to leave me the fuck alone. I don't know why. <laughs> I just don't. I just like oh, this is what I'm doing. If you got a problem with, or, or kiss kiss my ass. Um, I've I've had I've ran across it not directed towards me, but directed like in general. I had uh, met somebody one time. And they had made a statement 
on uh, on that site, and they were like, "I'm lo- I'm looking for a black N word to be my slave," and I was like, "Ooh, it just hit me the wrong way." I was like, "Oh, nah, I can't, I, I can't." It just didn't. It it was it hit just a little too close to home for me. Um. I've had I've been in the experience where I've had other people feel uncomfortable about the way um, a a cousin was would deal with their submissives and the fact that they will only deal with black submissives. I know I've seen some people get kind of alarmed about that. You know, about what how a black male will only deal with black submissives or a white male? No, no, a white male having having black submissives. I've I've come across that more than anything and being like, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, but generally, you know, um, the white submissives, a lot of times with those, I don't really see like black males and white submissives a lot. I normally see like the bull thing going on. You know, they just, they they want a big black, you know, whatever, somewhere. It, it gets, a, for me, it gets a little mundane and it becomes, um, it gives me like, you don't like me as a person. You don't want to know me as the person. You want to know my, my my thing. And just because I'm black and I have this skin tone, that's where the acknowledgement of me as a person goes. I, I don't feel like I'm acknowledged as a person. So I tend to, you know, stay away from that. And, you know, I haven't done any, like, so I haven't really done any race play. You know, I mean, I've, I've had a couple people offer it. I'm like, eh. But it becomes to a point where I'm like, you don't like me as a person. You just like the fact that I'm black. And for me, now, that do was. You, do, that you was consider, do you consider, um, what was it, the bull and the hot wife to be, when it's a black bull, to be a form of race play? I mean, I, I, yeah, because the fact that they're, they're pointing out that you're, a black that you're black. You just a bull just being like, yeah, like okay, like when I initially like like when I first initially came on and they said bull, I was just thinking someone who had like a uh, long memory. That's kind of where it went for me. But as I've gotten deeper into it, it, it clearly comes off just as for a lot of them just as a black guy with a long, 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 long member. And I was like, man. I don't want, I want you, I want somebody to submit to me not because of what my tone, what my skin texture is or anything. I want them to submit to me because they like me as a person. And I feel like with that, it limits our connection for me personally. I don't know how maybe other people just don't care, but for me, I want more of a connection than just if I was, if, if I wasn't black, would you still even entertain? Me? There's some, because, there's some books I hear that are, was it um, BWCs? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying, as far as black talk, good jobs. I, I got you. Yeah, like I'm just saying, I was, huh? I was just saying, it's not just. Um, oh yeah, the bulls are just black men. There are some white bulls out there as well. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like I said, initially when I got here, I thought you know a bull just messed my with a, with a big dick, but a, a lot of people feel like it's only it's uh kind of a the tightening of a black guy, and some black guys don't mind. Being in that uh, in that realm, being being I being you know subjected like that, and then you know um, are they do they 
do they really realize that they're being subjected that way? Uh, do, they try, or do they do they like gloss over it? Mm. Like um, whatever. I, I still I still get to get I still get this get this pussy. Yeah, I, mean, I still get the, I still get to fuck this dude's wife or girlfriend or whatever. Whatever. I think I think some look at it like that, and I think some that I've seen live in it. They live they live for that. They live to, to have a white woman just drop to the knees and beg beg for him. And I'm like, <laughs> so it, it's not only. I know there's the the top is probably white woman, but there's also. Um, Mexican, Latino, and Black women who are into it as well. Yeah, not just, yeah. but I mean, like, it's not just white couples that are into it. No, 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 it's not just white couples. It, you know, the, the whole cockholding thing—that's uh, a cool thing. You know, uh, I would, I would say if I, if I, I like more the stag vixen. I like more the stag vixen scene than. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing if I had to do if I had to do a cockholding scene. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing it. Be whatever for me, but. As far as if I feel like it's more just on some race play stuff, I'm like, mm. um, I've had that, you know, it, it, it's it's a thing for me. You 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 were saying that? No. And uh, Kako seen already? No, no. I, 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 said, I, said, I, said, I said if I had to do one, it'd be alright. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so anyone out there who's interested <laughs> is in the East Coast in the North Carolina area, you know, he's he's down for to get down. I mean, you know, if, if, it, if, the, if the situation was right and everything was whatever, then all right. Well, if it's what it is. But um, it's not something I'm like actively seeking, but you know, if it was falling in my lap, I was like, nah race play and if we came into the scene and we saw anything or notice any racial tension towards I was like my first conference was at Southwest and saw maybe a handful of black people and I think like the first night I was walking around in the lobby I think I was the bunny was off doing something and I was just walk. I had a shirt that said uh, "Orgasm Donor." <laughs> and some people just said, "Hey, are you new?" And um, like we like your shirt type deal, just to kind of break the ice, because that's what that's why I got the shirts for is to break the ice with anyone who was coming around. And from there, it went smoothly. Like I met this gentleman from. Texas is a is a big white guy. Me, like before, like it was during breakfast, and he needed a hug for some reason. I I gave the gave the guy a hug. Like it was it was I guess it's more for me. It's more energy wise. If you're giving off a good en- energy, then you know I give you that good energy back. If you're giving me kind of iffy energy, I'm gonna give you that kind of iffy energy back. Mm. Now I did go to one conference that had their title contestants do a race play scene. Uh, I we happened not to be in the room when it happened, but we heard about it afterwards. And I people ask like, so 
how did that make you feel or uh, was did would that have been uncomfortable like if if someone gave a disclaimer before their uh, race play scene I know that hey I can get up and go get a cookie because yeah. that's not what I'm into and it just that that wasn't an option so if I, I was probably in the room I might have been upset I've been like this some bullshit and <laughs> but that that's what they but that's what they like to do so I wouldn't necessarily kink shame them because basically that would that's what you would be doing you'd be kink shaming them because that's the way they like to as to consenting adults like to play so I mean, who am I to tell them what to do and what not to do or it just when you come from out of your house with it you might want to let someone know that hey this is what I'm into this is what I'm going to be doing so you may not want to be around me while I'm doing it if this speaking on that I would say this for everybody who's who's listening especially if you first walking into it just be mindful of when they say there's a scene happening don't just run to it. You know, actually listen to what the scene is. Cause it might be something that you really ain't prepared to see or handle. So, you know, that's that's always a disclaimer. What do you mean? Like, you know, if someone says, Oh, there's gonna be a scene in 15 minutes, and maybe you don't ask what kind of scene it is, you just go to watch and you you get in there, you're like, Oh shit. You know what I mean? Okay, so okay. so for me, I've what what was the the area where you at someone's house or no I'm just saying in general just like okay got you let's say you had a dungeon let's say you had a dungeon and they decided to do a scene and you know maybe you got there and they said they announced what the scene was and maybe you didn't get to hear what it was so they're like oh the scene's happening on the main stage maybe you know pull a patron over and be like hey you know what what, what scene is it gotcha okay so normally that's not how the dungeon is ran but I got you. So okay. now if there's like a featured um, performer, then yes, they were announced that this this scene is about to go down. So that scene probably won't be as edgy as race play. It'd be more PC, more PC, more on the, okay. the green side because they want everyone to come see the scene and be happy and get excited and go do other stuff. So, that, so, so, so they're not about to do, do nothing real wild up there. Yes. So at a dungeon, there's different stations and there's different um, things done at each station. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I've been to some dungeons where they didn't allow you to come in there and look and stand around while someone's doing the scene. Either you're in, you're in that dungeon to do that scene, you're setting up, cleaning, and then you're out. There's no standing around looking. So some dungeons are set up there like that way. Other dungeons, more like the big conferences, they probably have want people to come in and yeah. um, watch and see what's going on just so um, they can educate themselves in a different way. As in, oh, this is what this person is doing in a dungeon. Oh, this is what this person is doing in a dungeon. Oh, that looks cool. Maybe I want to try that. So outside of classes, the dungeon is a good way to learn how to do things. But most of the time, 
um, the top and bottom are focused on their scene. They're not focused on everyone else around them. So the one I've been to, I've seen one, the dungeon I've been to, they had ones where like they had doors open or they were closed, but however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then one of the last times I went, uh, there was a, an interactive scene, I guess you can call. Yeah, it was interactive. Do tell. So the girl had been over this table and the the the, the boyfriend had started. And then, you know. Like, like been over table, panties down, panties yeah, down. Yeah, panties down, you know, bare bottom, you know, top still on, bent over the table. You know, he, he was doing his thing and then Did he stopped. heels on or is she like barefooted? Uh, I don't remember all of that. But like I remember the bottom was down, he was doing his thing, and then he stopped. He said, Who 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 else wanna who else wanna take who else wanna get a hit? So there was a lot of dudes that you know getting a hit. So okay, so like a like a hit or like a spank, like with a paddle, like no, like they were like barehanded, like no, like, like they what? were intercourse. They were multiple okay. people having intercourse. Not gotcha. finishing, not finishing, but you know, everybody everybody wore rubbers and you know, he was he was directing that he was he was being uh the director of the scene and you know once so, once, so once came bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once he once they all once he said it was enough, you know, he said stop, then he went on, he finished her off. And I was like, oh. they they asked me, they said, Hey, you wanna go? I said, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, hey, thank you. Like I saw I saw like there's fire circles, I heard of flogging circles. Um, now, now I've been, I've, when it's someone's birthday, I heard of people getting paddled their birthday licks and stuff like that. As well, I've seen people come in and maybe there was a, a, a I guess a house spanker, and they would get on the tee and then they would spank. Yeah, I, I, that's what I would call. It. I guess somebody who was they were spanking people and then they were like, you know, who wants to come up next? And you know, they would. They would give them a couple good lifts, let them see how it feels, and give them a couple good ones, and they would get done, and then they would leave. Kind of like a demo, kind of like, like a demo, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Um, going to the swingers club was fun too. Have you had any um, racial stuff go on, go on at the swingers club at all? Uh, no, no, I've seen. You know, I've seen the usual things happen at Swingers Club. People get, people get orally pleased in the middle of the, in the middle of the thing. You know, people starting to fuck in the dance floor, then go to the bathroom, close the door, get a, get a couple pumps in, and come on back out. You know, like, um, have you noticed people um, shying away from you or anything like that? Um, maybe not so much shying away, but just being like, okay, he's new and he's just trying to chill. So they. I figured if I showed my face around a lot more, it'd be like, hey, let's talk more. But it was more like small pockets, communities, but like people were just bringing their friends who they all hung out with. And, you know, I had a couple of people, I had a couple of people talk to me. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But, you know, nothing, nothing too real, nothing too spice spice to talk about. So now that I'm thinking about it, I probably have had some bias racial tension thrown my way just really? from just from how how you interact in the outside world 
is eight times, nine times out of 10, how you gonna interact in the lifestyle. So if you have that bias at normal day of uh, black people being um, aggressive and um, resistant or any of those, you know, trigger words for a black person being out of place, Mm. Then, then you know, you come across it that way as well. So, I probably have come across a lot more than I'm I made aware because I'm like, fuck that shit, and I move on, or I don't. Um. Don't really like pay attention to my. I pay attention to my surroundings, mm. but I really don't see them as a threat, so I don't take it too much to heart. Now, if I saw it as them taking it as, uh, if I saw it as a they were a threat to me, then I would take probably take it more seriously. Now, when it comes to Bunny and Kitten and and Mill, that's a different story. Like, mm. As soon as I see something going off sideways or someone talking sideways to them, that's a totally different beast. Um, I'm more aware of that than I would probably be aware of um, people coming at me sideways. And that probably goes the same way as well because Bunny, she noticed things when it's people coming at me sideways more than more than I do. So, I think that's was that microaggressions? Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Cause I'm kind of like that too. Somebody could be like really like shitting on me. I'll be like, I didn't really care about them. Oh well. Now my partner may notice it more than me, but I'll be like, I ain't really saying that out the way to make me notice it. So fuck. But it's a good thing that one for me that I might not notice it because <laughs> I have a little bit of temper. I, I do have PTSD. So is. It's a good thing that I don't notice everything <laughs> all at once, and I um I have my ways of suppressing my anger and outrage from just jumping out at people. And when it comes to them, even even for my leather mom, like I feel someone coming at her sideways, then. Mm, yeah. People have to let me know it's okay. Calm down, you know. Calm down, killer. Uh. So I'm more protective over them than I am myself, and they're more protective over me. So yes, yeah, so we watch out for each other. That's a good thing. That's that's I like that. That's how it should be. I think I'm kind of like that too. Like I'm probably more protective of my partner than me because I'm like oh, whatever. I don't care. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think people are pretty chill with their their racism. Now, if, now, if you are one of people that are hypersensitive, you probably pick up on it more than maybe somebody mm-hmm. like me and you. If you're like really visual and looking for it, I'm pretty sure then it's all around you. Just whatever. I mean, the music thing is a kind of a big indicator when it's like, okay, you want to only play your music, but you won't let me. Like, you know, like when you come down to doing scenes, maybe you're like, hey can I play this song? And they're like, no, we don't really want to play that. I'm like, no, like this for my scene, it has nothing to do with you. But you got, so when it came to the music, I had to think about it. 
they normally don't see us at the dungeon or mm. in play spaces. So they're used to playing the music for the people who they see majority of the time. And a lot of them are so, friends, so they all like the same kind of music. So it's it's, it's nothing to so when, when we started showing so when we started showing up more we was like, hey man can can we get some different type of music like um you don't have to be straight hip hop or R and B. Let's give us something else. Can we get something with a little bit of drums in it, you know? Something with a little bit of bass to it, maybe. Some eight oh eight. Let me get some eight oh eight in that bug, man. Um <laughs> so, I do have a question that's gonna segue into next week. Have you ever brought somebody to a an event and they were like a newbie? Ever brought a newbie to an event? Yeah, or like they were like, "Hey, I want to come. I want to see what it's." Are they- I, would, I would say, yeah, like um, when we, when we first met our our kitten, uh, South Plains was her first leather conference, so she was new to going yeah. to a conference. So I would say, yeah. All right, all right. We, we I think we should. That will be a good topic for next week. How how do you? Handle somebody who's getting who's jumping off the porch, as they like to say, and you know they they about to step into the deep waters. Uh, how do you? How would you? How would you? And how would I handle those situations? As far as you know, um, walking them through, getting used to being in these areas, and and getting comfortable with seeing things that they're probably not used to seeing on a you know on just a general basis. Because I mean, we may be. I mean, even if you are okay with it. You may be okay with it. You may be comfortable with yourself, but then that's the other person. They may be into it, but being into it and being comfortable is two different things. Please? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you could be in... into it? Being into it and being comfortable is two different things? Yeah, I mean, you could be into something, but you're not comfortable with it yet. Because I was into into a lot of things, and I wasn't comfortable with it until I became comfortable. Then I was like, all right, cool. I, I got you, I got you. I could be into fucking somebody's wife, but I might not be comfortable fucking somebody's wife. Yeah, you you mean the idea may sound cool, but then you're like, all right, now I, I done talked it up. Now it's here, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm really about to do this. And then you gotta gotta, you know, uh, I think that'll be how do you work past some of those, you know, uh, barriers that I don't know if you had, but I know I have some I barriers I, I had to work through. I think poly would be poly would fit in that too. Like people, a lot of people are are into poly, but they might not be comfortable with poly. Yes. Oh, they may not, they may only be limited in their comfortability. Yes. I, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of that. Oh, you know, we're poly, and then two minutes later, oh, my girl ain't having no, my girl ain't fucking no other dude, but you know, she can definitely, you know, whatever. Like, or you know, a lot of people could be like, oh, you know, we poly, but it's only if we play together. They're not. They're not, you know, or the idea, or they may be, their partner may be completely gun ho but you're not completely gun ho You know, those, those are things, huh? I said I feel you. Yeah, so I think that's, that 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 could be a cool topic to talk about, the hot, being, the difference between being into it and actually being, com- you know, comfortable doing it, because I mean, yeah, because you could be, you could be into spanking people, but it's a little different when you got that, when you got that, uh, that leather in your hand or that wood in your hand. And it's very, it's, you know, you'll be in a time somebody until you get that 12 inches of rope to try to figure out what to do. Or even, or even vice versa. You could be into getting paddled, but 
not be comfortable getting paddled or getting yeah. tied up. Well, you know, it, you know, I, I will talk about those experiences next time. How like how I went from being like unfulfilled because Which I wasn't. Can you keep your hands to yourself? What are you talking about? Can you keep your hands to yourself? My hands is to myself. Ain't no one else in here. Oh, I know because you were doing this, and I thought you were feeling something. I'm like, please stop. Bad time to ain't to tomorrow. You got a couple hours. Hold on. I could be, you know, going to feel something. Well, oh yeah, and um, next week we're gonna talk about what happened on Valentine's Day with the twist. No, we're more interested in what you got going on, Bill. You don't (laughs) single running around doing all kind of crazy stuff. Look, you got to. He don't put the leather gloves on. He done got the gloves on. All right. Um, we'll have to. We'll so, have to sometimes you just got to stretch out, stretch, stretch your gloves out, you know, make sure they still fit. I'm going to have to give me some gloves. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out something <laughs> about that. But, um, yeah, definitely. Um, And everybody, you know, we just did these two. So I'll probably post this one early in the week. And if any of y'all have any ideas, maybe I want to talk about, we'll try to reach out to everybody throughout the week. And see who who wants us to talk about. So maybe y'all have an idea. Y'all want to hear us bounce off and talk talk about because you know we always we always trying to come up with something new, something inventive. Um, but yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming up. I hope everybody's got their paddles and their leashes and their favorite chink toys ready, stretched out, roped up, toyed up. Drink. Remember to drink water. Drink water. Stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, make make sure that everybody's sober and consenting while doing these things. Make sure you have your towels ready. <laughs> yes, make sure you have your safe words ready. Make sure you got your fire ready if you got the wax clay going. Um, make sure you got your aftercare stuff ready and equipped. You know, you, you saying you saying this now? It's gonna be past Valentine's Day, so well, look, you saying, you saying all this stuff really ain't gonna matter. <laughs> I can't win with you, Twist. I can't win. I can't win. You know, yes, I said it late, but you know what? When you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it applies for, for, for Valentine's Day or for any other day that you decide to hold and have a chink little event. Uh, I think we're going to end it right here. This is this has been the twist. You know, he done, he done twisted y'all all up. This has been the villain. You stepped into my sphere of influence, and you definitely fall into my influence. And I think we out. Peace.